Blog Talk Radio. Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. 
catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, welcome back to Rowdy Monday Night. And helping me with this Rowdy Night is my Sidetown duo, Jackman Jeff and Sidetown Mark. Welcome back, guys. Thanks, Rowdy. I got my coffee ready, and I'm ready to chat. Uh, Jeff and I wrote the races yesterday. We got great guests this evening. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. I'm ready to go, buddy. How about you, Jeff? Thanks, Mark. How you doing, Rowdy? Uh like I get back another Monday night. We're seven days closer to Lido. Uh, like Mark said, we were at the races yesterday. Had a good day at the races. So we're ready to talk racing tonight. Well, guys, the way we're going to roll tonight, we got uh, communications director for ARCA, Don Rodabals, calling in at 710 Eastern time. Uh, our next guest is the winner from uh, the Talladega General Tower 200. Zane Smith's calling in at 7.50 Eastern Time. And then uh, we got a, a new guy to the show. Uh, we've had Don and we've had Zane on, but uh, we got a new guest tonight for the Rowdy Maglite show, Eddie Fitcher. And uh, Eddie's uh, going to be driving the number 55 Venerini Toyota this weekend at, at Toledo. So, guys, y'all get to meet Eddie. I've, I met him at, uh, well, actually, uh, at uh, Daytona which was great weather, and then the cold, cold Nashville race. I, I seen this part of his face. So uh, he'll be on at 8.20 Eastern time. But, guys, uh, got Don calling in. It's, there's a whole lot to talk about. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the night. I am too, Rowdy. We've had Don on before, and Don's such a great guest to have on, and uh, pretty much anything we need to know, he lets us know. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get a little more information on what's going on with the acquisition and, and possibly some other news that just happened today. So uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks in racing, uh, has it not? Man, I tell you what, uh, really a lot of – <laughs> Some of the biggest that, I mean, this is this is pretty big with NASCAR come moving in on 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 the situation, isn't it, Jeff? Wouldn't you say? Oh, oh yeah, I would. It's probably the biggest news in ARCA history, I'd almost say, with the acquisition of uh, NASCAR taking over the ARCA series in uh, 2020. Um, who knows what the changes are going to be? What it's going to bring? Uh, everybody's kind of wondering what's going on out there, but nobody knows what's going to happen. Well, hopefully, I know Don only knows so much, and he'll tell us all he knows. But uh, looking forward to having him on, guys. Uh, Zane, what about Zane, man? Uh, here he is, two-time winner this year. He's got a Nashville guitar, and then he's got that uh, 
Actually, it's it's an anvil. I think he he said it it weighs a little over ninety pounds. It's it's a big Ooh, heavy block. Got to be a weight lift to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want it to fall on your foot. <laughs> oh no way! Ouch! Ouch! So that's painful. So he's to gonna, thinking about it, Rowdy. So he's gonna have to build him a, a hefty trophy case for that thing. Well, the way, Zane, the way Zane's running is probably one, one of many he's probably going to get. Hey, that Lodge Plus uh, Toyota's uh, laying it out there, isn't it, guys? It is, uh, Rowdy. Um, they're a uh, uh, good, solid team and they short track big tracks uh zane's a good wheel man i think he's got the handle of these arca cars now after graduating from those super late models uh it's a it's a different animal and it's an animal that takes a little uh getting used to it he's gotten used to it uh some take longer than others but boy he's really got it this year he's matured tremendously i think well, even going back to last year, Mark, when he uh, switched over from Ben Chirini to MDM Sports, uh, those few races that he ran at the end of the season last night, he had some very good runs and just carrying over into this year. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that, Jeff. They're just clicking. And uh, they keep clicking like this, and we can see uh, uh, the same thing happen this year that we've seen happen the past couple seasons. You know, from that first race from Salem when he switched over last year, uh, I think he ran second in Salem. And the last few races of the season, he was like third, fourth. I think he had one bad race at Kansas or Kentucky. And But other than that, and even into this year, he's got, if it wasn't for that late wreck at Daytona, the last three races, he's got a first, a second, and a first. So he's carrying that momentum on. Well, the stats don't lie, and you know what? He's he's earned it, Jeff. You're right, and uh, uh, we have him on the Rowdy Maglite show the week before the race, and, and it seems these guys go out and win no matter who the driver is. So you better have Zane. Zane may be wanting to be on here more often if this keeps up. Hey, listen, uh, Jeff, can you give us a... You want to run down and... Uh... Top 10 in points for ARCA, sure. Uh, in first place in points is Sheldon Creed. Uh, second place, again, his teammate uh, Zane Smith. Uh, third place is Riley Hurst. Uh, fourth place is Michael Self. And another one of Zane Smith's uh, teammates in fifth is Chase Purdy. Followed up by Natalie Decker. There's actually we have a tie for six with Natalie Decker and Travis Braden. Um, and eighth is Gustine. And ninth is Thomas Prater. And topping off the top ten is uh, Brett Holmes. Wow, it's early in the season. Those points are going to shuffle a little bit, but uh, 
Yeah, you got to scramble for every point. It's a short season, 20 races, Jeff. And look at uh, Sheldon Crean. He doesn't even have a win, and he's top of the points. And you got Zane Smith with two wins in a second, and he's uh, in second place. So, Well, like you said earlier, it's, he'd probably be in the lead if he hadn't gotten caught up in those messes at Daytona. Uh, that's, you know, he's still second in points. So it's, uh, that's a team to beat, I think, this year. They really got it hooked up. Well, you got to look at the Venturinis, too. In the top ten, they got Michael Self. He's missed uh, one or two races. He's in fourth place. You got Natalie Decker down at sixth. So you got two of the and you, two of the Venturini Motorsports right there, too, in the top ten. So. Right, right. No, you, hey, no, Mark. Never, never, yeah, Rowdy. Hey, guys, I'm going to bring our next guest in. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. Hey everybody, I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, the winner of the General Tire 200 at Talladega, Zane Smith in that number 41 Toyota. Welcome to back, Zane, to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Thank you guys for having me. It's good to be back. Well, Zane, you got you got the small track at Nashville, and then you get the Super Speedway win at, at Talladega. That's got to be pretty awesome, right there. Yeah, we got uh, we got ourselves one of each, and um, now we. Now we need to go get a, a mile and a half at Charlotte. Well, got got Toledo looking your way right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, definitely want that one as well. Uh, I, I guess I want all of them, but um, yeah, Toledo, I got a really good feeling about, and, and Charlotte uh, as well, and I got a good feeling for both of them. Well, I just want to congratulate you again, uh, Zane, uh, Mark. You got Zane Smith, winner of Talladega General Tire 200. Thanks, Rowdy. Wow, what a finish. Uh, we keep having you on and you keep winning. Now, this is going to, you know, become, you know, pretty much uh, the Monday nights we're going to have Zane Smith show, it'll be. And uh, <laughs> you, you and yeah, your ho- teammate, you, uh, you're, you, you guys oh, got a we're hooked up and on a roll right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's been really good for us. Uh, like uh, the only one that, that's been dragging me down, which I don't know why, is, is uh, Daytona because I wonder just how um, how our year would have looked by now uh, because we have a win, a second, and a win. And um, so, I mean, our year has been awesome. And Daytona was going to do a whole lot there. Uh, we just got involved in that incident. It just uh, everything really didn't fall our way. Well, you know, Daytona and Talladega, those are tough places. Uh, things happen. They happen quick. And uh, sometimes you get through it and sometimes you don't. But you put on a whale of a show at Talladega a couple of weeks ago. And I can't. Uh, I'm I'm still holding my breath. Uh, it was so close. How about you? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, uh, imagine, imagine me. Um, yeah, that that was uh, insanely close. It was. 
I heard is the closest in like arc of history. And, uh, so that's a really cool thing to have. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I was so pumped for that, but, uh, well, honestly, honestly with that record, Daytona, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> there's rumor that that's the closest finish in stock car history period. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that, that was that was ridiculous. But honestly, from that racket at Daytona, I learned uh, a lot from from what um, I need, what position I need to put myself in, and uh, that's what I did at Talladega, and um, it worked for myself. So I learned a lot from both of those Super Speedway races, and um, I, I've learned a lot so far this year. So I'm pumped for the rest of it. Well, you know, we Jeff. Rowdy and I were talking just before the show about, you know, your accomplishments this year and, and last year and your switching teams. And uh, all of a sudden things, you know, second half of the season, boy, things started clicking for you guys last year and you, you brought it on to this year and uh, you, you've seen to make the adjustments from the super late models to the bigger, heavier cars and the radial tires. Uh, and I'm sure that's quite an adjustment to make. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten, that's what I got told a lot last year from, from that whole, uh, from the whole team really that, uh, the thing, and I, I didn't really get it and I didn't, uh, understand the big cars and the radial tire and whatnot. But in my opinion, it's, um, it's all the, we're all doing the same thing. Um, you all, you all still have to race and everything. So, um, the only thing I guess that's different for me was just mile and a half. And um, I'm still trying to learn as much as I possibly can on those and and take in as much as I can from those. But um, short track-wise, yeah, they are bigger cars and everything, but um, it's still all the same concepts. Well, you know, racing's racing uh, no matter what division it is, and, uh, and they all have their idiosyncrasies, but... Uh, the 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 super late model is such an ad, much more agile and maneuverable car, and to yeah to, to, to switch that to that bulkier, you know, heavier, uh, the steering's you know less quick. The the braking on them is a lot more, and you know on down the line, there has to be that little adjustment. Whatever it is you've made, and uh, uh, we're glad to see you running so well. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm uh, definitely a big confidence booster this year, and like I said, we're only at the beginning, so I'm pumped to see what else this year is offered. Well, I know I said this the last time we had you on the show that we were going to have you on again, and I have a feeling that's going to be a, a regular thing this season. So, congratulations, Zane. It's always good having you on the show. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, and uh, I'm sure he's got a couple of good questions for you too. Thanks so much for being on, and we'll see you at the racetrack. All right, thank you, man. All right, take her away, Jeff. Hey, Zane. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Uh, again, congratulations on your win at Talladega. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, um, what do you think you're – what can contribute – going back from last year, you were venturing motorsports to start the year off with. You switched over, uh, came back at the, uh, at the end of the year, started running with MDM in Salem. Uh, the end of the year, you had a few good races. Now this year, other than getting collected up in that late wreck at Daytona, you have a first, a second, and another first. What do you contribute to your success from the end of last year into this year with MDM Motorsports? Yeah, uh, this year it's been 
um, definitely a lot more fun. And, and um, I think honestly, within these first four races, I've learned a lot more than I did all of last year. Um, my crew chief has just taught me a ton. My team has taught me a ton. Uh, teammates have taught me a lot. And, and I don't know, it's just, it's a night and day difference uh, from the, the team switch. And um, it's just been uh, a lot more enjoyable going to the racetrack. Now, this year, you've already uh, got the top spot in uh, the Sioux Chief uh, Track Challenge. Uh, what do you think it's going to take to uh, clinch that title at this year? I just need to keep doing what, I'm, uh, what I've been doing. Um, Salem, we came really close, and uh, we made a couple mistakes, but I'm going to make mistakes this year as well. And, um, so, I mean, there's no one to blame there when people make mistakes. You just move forward from and learn from them. Uh, and, and Nashville obviously went very well for us. So, um, and Toledo, I'm, I've been super pumped for this one all year. So, uh, well, I guess since last year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of these tracks, I'm, my job's going to be a, a lot easier uh, than it was. Um, just knowing that I have Marty uh, Lindley. Uh, crew chief and thing, so um, his short track program is is unreal. So I'm I'm definitely pumped for it. Now I got just a, one more question for you. Basically, now you got a few weeks off between uh, Talladega and Toledo. Uh, have you been? Are you doing anything on your off weeks? Because I read in the past that you and Riley Hurst went out and won a, a off road truck race. Yeah, that that was a. a, a good bit ago we went back to california and ran a trophy truck race but uh and we ended up winning so that was pretty cool but um no pretty much i've just been doing the same old uh hanging out with uh my girlfriend and and my dog kygo and um that, that's that's pretty much what i do other than going to the shop and go to the racetrack and and uh preparing for for the next one but um i usually start to to repair the week of Toledo, but um, tomorrow I got planned out some some uh, Charlotte film and, and whatnot for the test. But um, but yeah, pretty much it's the same old deal. Just ready to get back to the track. All right, Jane. Uh, again, congratulations on your win at Talladega, and I'm sure we're going to have you on the show uh, before again before the season's over. Uh, if you can give a, can you tell us where we can get, reach you on social media and talk about your sponsors? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty active on all the social media platforms. That um, pretty much with the verified deal, uh, right when you type in Zane Smith, it should pop up. But uh, my Twitter handle is Zane Smith41, and uh, Instagram Zane Smith77. And like I said, I'm, I'm pretty active on on all of them. But um, for sure, give me a follow and and see what I've been up to. And uh, and I keep uh, pretty much everyone that does follow updated on uh, finishes and. And uh, pretty much, yeah. You will. You want to get a quick shout out to your sponsors before we go? Yeah, obviously uh, won't be able, won't, wouldn't be possible without them. So, a huge shout out to them, which is Icon Vehicle Dynamics, La Paz, Margarita Mix, Speed Vegas, uh, Ultra Wheel, uh, my mom, my dad, uh, Alpine Star. There, there's uh, so many MDM Motorsports that I mean, it's I'm probably missing a few, but. Um, yeah, I can never, uh, will never be able to thank them enough. 
Okay. Uh, again, thanks, Zane, for uh, taking time out tonight, and uh, congratulations on your win again, and we'll have you on hopefully in later in the year. Yeah, I would. Thank thanks. you, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, that's Zane Smith getting ready for Toledo next weekend. And our next guest calling in is the uh, communications director for ARCA, Don Rodabaugh. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Don. Hey, Rowdy. How are you? Uh, we're doing great, Don. And thanks for, for I know you got a lot to going on. But uh, kind of get us up to speed on, on the announcement Friday and, that y'all released. Which one? <laughs> well, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you must be talking about the, the, the acquisition. Uh, yes, I'm sir. assuming the NASCAR. I'm thinking that's the one you're going for, NASCAR Arca. Um, well, uh, um, the, the, the announcement uh, Friday at Talladega uh, a week ago now, more than a week ago, went went very well. Um, you know, Arca President Ron Drager alongside Jim France one of the founders of NASCAR, up on the uh, press conference stage. And those two, you know, have a, a, a long, long, decades-long mutual respect for one another and have been, uh, you know, friends for many, 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 many years. You guys know the family connection, you know, that that, that uh, uh, NASCAR's founder, um, Bill France Sr., um, was certainly a very close and good friend of John Markham, ARCA founder, and their relationship predates both the birth of NASCAR in 1949 and, of course, obviously the birth of ARCA uh, in 1953. So those guys were Bill France and, and, and uh, Mr. Markham were, were good chums uh, well well before either sanction was ever invented. So And, and they remained good friends till the end, and... and uh, so, so the family connections were strong in the beginning, and they remain strong 60-plus uh, years later. So the announcement came, and uh, um, we, we feel it uh, will we, benefit both organizations. I mean, that's one of the reasons why it happened. I'm sure there are other reasons that I don't even know about and I don't need to know about, but um, I know the, the sentiment certainly in our office is that the announcement would strengthen both organizations um, going forward, and uh, we we think it's a good thing. I, I do too, Don. I mean, you bring both of them together, and the credibility with NASCAR uh, stands alone, and that that's going to help. I, you know, ARCA was the cell of it's just one great big family. That's and that that truly means a lot to me there. Well, I guess you're part of the family now, Rowdy. Well, you're, I tell you, it's great being in there, <laughs> uh, Don. I really. Well, you're in. Well, you're in. Um, we we surely have enjoyed it. Uh, I, I'm not going to make it to Toledo, but Mark and Jeff is. Uh, hopefully, we're all three going to make it to Charlotte. That's another good big one, Mark. You're live with Don Rodabaugh. Thanks, Rowdy. Hey, Mark. Hi, Don. It's so good to see you. you. Have you on the show? Yeah, it's good to be here. 
Uh, we, we get to chat at the, the track occasionally, but you're always so busy. We never can really talk with you. And, uh, uh, this is a great chance to, to pick your brain and maybe even get a little of that uh, mystery history guy out out of you. <laughs> well, there's plenty of that to go around. <laughs> oh, I've always enjoyed mystery, it. Man. And, and, That's my uh, alias now. Yeah. And and you're, uh, uh, you, you're, the past couple of weeks you've had a lot to deal with and, and write about and, uh, uh, it's always a pleasure to be able to sit down and, and see whatever it is that uh, you're writing about and, and read it. And uh, it's, it's just always a pleasure. And uh, I just wish I had that ability that you've got to put it down on paper and, and print it out. Well, um, you probably got the print it out part. You just hit the print button on that <laughs> one. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's challenging, you know, to uh, to, to find all the right words to say, and uh, you know, you have them in your head, but sometimes they're hard to get out and put on paper and hit that print button. So you, so you can hit the print button. It's um, it is so so. Thank you for 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 noticing, and I do work hard at it. And uh, you know, it's it is challenging. It is hard, you know, to come up with new stuff all the time and something uh, fairly engaging. To, people want to read actually uh, putting stuff out is, is one thing but putting stuff out that people will actually uh, read is is quite another so um but uh, uh and it never comes easy for me it's not just something i can sit down and boom and spit out i have to i, I think about all my words and every sentence and a painstaking process um but i work hard at it and thank you for uh for noticing well it, it it's you know, it's difficult to put emotion down on paper, but somehow you were able to, and, and the emotion was most evident Talladega weekend between uh, the acquisition and, and uh, the unfortunate accident and, and loss of the Hiltons. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, it, it was nice to be able to, to, to read and learn things and, and, and see uh what a what a good writer can do, and and I truly do appreciate that. And uh, yeah, somebody does read it, Dan. I, oh, I, I guess you do anyway. That's one, right? I got one. Yeah, hey, that's for better sure. than the. Well, we know somebody's listening to the show too. And hopefully, it's more than a once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, I, I'm I'm, I'm going to keep the faith that it is. I don't want to go overboard on it, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a a. a, a, a there was so much news that came out of that weekend um, that it was a little hard to, to process for us guys and gals who who follow this thing as we do so closely. Um, you know, it was the, a short amount of time that everything happened too. I know, I know, and and, and we don't want to lose sight of that 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 finish was just just incredible. I mean, wow. Um, I mean, tied on the transponders, uh, uh, certainly the closest ARCA finish ever. Uh, some are saying the closest finish in stock car racing history, uh, depending on who you talk to, but I don't know that you can get much closer. I'm one of those. (laughs) I'm one of those. I can't, I can't think, I can't think you could have a closer finish without it being a tie basically. Yeah. And, and, (laughs) And the the you know that last lap those those, those two sort of locked up together in three and four and came together and coming off before we're bouncing off one another and then they finally just you know 
uh, 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 hooked up and remained. You know, they were they were back, you know, just like one car coming to the strike, but they were they were definitely hooked together, and it was thrilling, it was exciting, and, and boy, that sure was cool. And, and, and you know, we were feeling good about the announcements and the uh, you know the, the finish. Uh, how dramatic and exciting it was, and then um, to wake up to the news of losing Mr. Hilton and his son the very next morning, um, whatever excitement we felt, it was poof gone in a, in a moment, you know. And uh, we still, uh, yeah, it's 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 just hard to process. We yeah, all love a, James Hilton. <laughs> well, no matter who you were. Or- if you ever met you before or not, he was always took time to say hello to you. And, and Rowdy and I happened to catch him walking out of Talladega and uh, waiting in the hauler to, to leave. And he got out of the hauler and chatted with us for a few minutes. And that, just, that was him. And uh, he will be yeah, sorely he missed. Talked uh, anyway. He and Tweedy. Yeah, I, absolutely. I remember when I first came to ARCA 22 years ago, and then, you know, the moment I heard that James Hilton was fielding, was racing here, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I latched on to that right away, and I started bragging about James Hilton every chance I could here, there, on the website, wherever it was. James Hilton races here, and I wasn't afraid to tell people that, and I did tell people that. And I wrote a lot of stories about James Hilton over the last 22 years, over the, over the years. And I, I bet I wrote more about him than anyone did. And I, I loved all of it, every bit of it, and uh, um, it was just so cool to have him uh, part of this tour for for as long as we did. He, he was a remarkable man and uh, kind. He had the kind part down, and sometimes we lose lose track of that. But he was exceptionally kind. He certainly was to me and respectful, and um, I really, really admired him. But he was one very serious racer. Well, he was he was that for sure. I mean, he made his living, and yeah, and had the he, bread and butter came from from racing. He uh, he he lived in and he lived for that and being at the track and it's that family thing, that Arca family thing. Uh, Jeff and I get to a lot of races a year, Don and uh, and Rowdy too, and. The ARCA races, it's like being home, and we get to these other races, and, and it's, you know, where's the family part of it? Uh, we, we just aren't as in, entwined with them as we are with ARCA. And in the short period of time we've been doing it, it's been amazing. So I, I truly appreciate it. And uh, uh, we will see you at the racetrack. We'll be at Toledo. And yeah, I'm going to turn yeah, you up Jeff a little bit. All right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I like Jeff. <laughs> Jeff likes me too. <laughs> well, thanks, man. We appreciate it. And uh, Jeff, take her away, buddy. Hey, Don, how you doing? Uh, thanks for taking time Good, out Jeff. being on the show tonight. Hey, like yes, Mark sir. says, I'm glad to be with you. Uh, I, I got to go with the sediments. You're a terrific writer. You, you came out with the great stories. Uh, I, I use a lot of your stuff, a lot of your art. I look at a lot of your written articles to prepare myself for this show and uh like mark says uh you are tremendous at what you do well thank you i i, I really appreciate that um can never hear that enough <laughs> so uh, it does it does mean a lot when you uh, recognize me that way thank you 
Now, with this takeover, with NASCAR taking over ARCA, uh, I read that it was like when John Markham and Bill France, back in the days, it was basically they had an agreement on a handshake. Do you have any? Can you have any insight why it might have taken so long for these for NASCAR and ARCA to join forces? Well, um, I, I I I don't know. You know, Jeff, that's a bad answer, but I don't sit in on the the meetings that that would all these things would go down. But um, you know, I mean, I I think in part is because you know the the both organizations, both sanctions, lived so well and did so well for so very long. And I'm not suggesting uh, we're not doing well. Um, but the world changes and continues to change, and new challenges come down the road, and the, the, the co- competition for uh, you know the, the the entertainment dollar tightens up, and and uh, it's, it's it's harder to 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 make all the numbers right and meet, and and um, I, I think that uh, it, it just took this long to get there. It didn't happen before because it didn't need to happen. Now it makes more sense for it to happen so that uh, both organizations can strengthen and move forward into a new era. Um, but I, I think that's the best answer I can give on that. Um, it didn't happen because it didn't need to. But now there's a need for it, and both sides recognize that and, and hooked up to make it better for both going forward. Now, with the NASCAR and ARCA, like, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, in the, back in the days, the old NASCAR cars would be used for the ARCA teams, and they would kind of do a little bit of research and development with the cars. And now, with NASCAR taking, o- taking over ARCA again, do you think we're going to see that where NASCAR is going to start using these uh, ARCA teams as a development for their cars now since everything is kind of you know arca has composite bodies the elmore engines and you see nascar starting to move that way too do you think we'll see that as a a research and development for nascar well i i now i don't know if you know i can put out the words you know research and development but certainly arca has been a stepping stone to nascar for, for many years, uh, uh, going back decades, and that part hasn't really changed. I mean, this is the ARCA series was the right series to get the right experience on the big tracks, on the little tracks, on an occasional road course, even the dirt track, uh, to get the right experience to 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 make that that move up to uh, NASCAR. Um, we still feel it's the best tour to. to to, to, to grow those roots and, and, and get there. But as far as research and development, um, again, I don't sit in on those meetings, but there was a time, Jeff, decades ago when, I mean, the cars did match up even more so than they do now. Of course, we're getting a little closer now with the composite bodies and, and all that. But back in, say, the 70s, you could run the ARCA race at Daytona, and and if you got through without wrecking the car, you could push it over in the NASCAR garage and run the Daytona 500. That used to happen. So the cars were 
were, were synced up and virtually the same. Uh, the Arctic Car has always based its production over the decades with, with a cup machine, you know, and, and sort of followed along rules-wise uh, on, on some level. And now the cars are coming back closer together. So it would certainly make sense to do a little research and development over here um, before you take it there. And there's honestly, Jeff, there's been some of that going on, I'm sure, behind the scenes all the time, all these years. You know, they'll they'll try out a, a new, new something over here in ARCA, and if it doesn't blow up or, or and if it stays together, then they'll you know they they they'll they'll use it over on the uh on the NASCAR side but uh I think there's always been a little research and development going back and forth between the two tours and like I said they used to be the cars used to be exactly the same uh they've changed over the years uh but now they're coming back together and as you probably know the ARCA car lines up very nicely with the NASCAR K&N East and West machine so you know, it, it certainly would make sense to, uh, to 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 look at those tours, ARCA and K&N, and uh, with the cars being the same, see if they can strengthen both. Now, with that NASCAR might have been being... a long, boring answer. I don't know. <laughs> no, and, and that's what I thought because I did think in the years, like you even confirmed my – I wasn't sure, but I was almost positive, like back in the 70s, as you kind of confirmed – you could almost take the NASCAR. They were the, basically the same cars, but uh, and the, as as time went on, they kind of changed a little bit and got away from that. But now they're going back to that, and that's why I was curious if you might see that happen again. Um, I, I think the uh, certainly the stage is sort of kind of set for that. How this will develop going forward, you know, I'm not good at predicting the future. So, um, but there, there's there's no doubt that. Uh, are, you know, an ARCA car and a K&N car are getting to be uh, one and the same. Now, do you see NASCAR and ARCA keeping their the, the roots going with keeping all going to the, like the short tracks, the intermediate tracks, the super speedways, and maybe getting back to the road courses as this transitions over? Well, I certainly hope so. Uh, I mean, um. You know, I'd, I'd like to see the ARCA name stay, and I, I, I believe that's the intention. Uh, keep the ARCA name as that feeder series. Uh, keep its home base. Uh, keep all those classic short tracks on the schedule. Don't don't change that. Those The Toledos, the, the Salems, and, you know, a, a Berlin or a Madison or an Elko or uh, we've been traditionally at those two-mile dirt tracks for many, many decades now, uh, many years anyway, uh, four decades. Um, and, and, yeah, a road course, too, wouldn't mind sneaking one of those back in and, of course, keep the presence on the super speedways. All young drivers coming up have to have experience on super speedways before they jump up into to NASCAR, so NASCAR Cup or Xfinity anyway, and, and camping world trucks too. So this will always remain a great place to get that experience in Arca. And, uh, but I, I mean, you know, we don't know what the future is, but I, I sure like the idea of keeping Arca Arca, keeping it where it is and, 
and just making it better um, with uh, now being under the uh, umbrella of NASCAR. Um, I want to kind of get back to James Hilton a little bit. And um, you kind of talked about how you kind of wrote about him a lot. With how big of an influence or how much presence, I don't think I'm asking the right words, but how much did James Hilton really mean to ARCA coming over to ARCA from going from being what he did in NASCAR and then coming into ARCA being a driver than being an owner? Well, I mean, to me personally, it was everything. That's why I latched on to James Hilton right away. I mean, when I first saw came to ARCA 22 years ago and saw James Hilton walk by with a big fat cigar in his mouth and say, what, what's he doing here? That's James Hilton. Uh, and then they found out he was driving a race car and owned the race car, and it still had number 48 on it. And, you know, <laughs> we, we, we were in the business of selling tickets and trying to put people in the stands and, you know, and, and making the thing go and grow and, and keeping it successful. And, you know, I, I believe he helped us do that. He was a household, legendary, iconic name that, that uh, was, was certainly grateful and glad to be here, as glad and grateful as we were to have him. He was just as glad and grateful to be here because ARCA provided a platform for him to – he wasn't ready to go yet. And, and, and maybe he couldn't um, compete on the NASCAR level in, in the twilight of his career. He, he made it work over here for 20-plus for years. Uh, so it, this place provided a, a – you know, a, a place for him to come and race and do what he loves and, and earn a living, you know, wasn't certainly getting wealthy or, um, but this was his life. This is all he has ever known. <laughs> we interviewed him at Kansas last year and he, we were talking about, we were talking about doing something else. And he goes, I wouldn't know what else to do. You know, this is all I've ever done. I've never had a real job. I've never had a job. This is, this has been my job. He goes, I wouldn't even know how to work at McDonald's. It was funny when he said that, and uh, you know, um, so, so so I mean, Arca and, and it was just a great fit for James Hilton, and you know, he he wasn't you know when you're when you're racing and you're you know 75 years old, he raced up till 79. You're not going to run with the leaders, you know, and, and and his equipment, you know, wasn't what some of the higher budgeted teams had. He was a lower budget team and did it out of his back pocket with a ragtag all-volunteer crew, you know, he, but he loved being here. And and even though he didn't keep pace with the leaders and stay on the lead lap, you know what, it didn't matter. He was still James Hilton. And whenever I would introduce him to the crowd in the starting lineup, um, you know, and you build the story of James Hilton, you tell these people who he is. And when you'd introduce him, he would get some – he would – his cheers from the fans – uh, rivaled that of the, the the current stars, whoever they were, or whether it was a Frank Kimmel or uh, it just didn't matter. Um, and he often got the biggest cheers um, because the fans, I mean, they truly loved this man who still had the courage and the passion and and the and the want to to climb through the window and keep racing at seventy five. I mean, that's just unheard of i mean there are a few examples out there of men red farmer comes to mind herschel mcgriff 90 still racing out in on the west coast but uh 
I mean, the fans just fell in love with him. And he, he was a superstar, and, and, and he didn't win races in the end, but it, it didn't matter. He was James Hilton. The fans loved him. He, he, he was wonderful with the fans, and, and he, he just – he did a lot for ARCA. I mean, and, and I latched down to him right away, and I wrote about him 22 years ago, and I kept writing about him. And I kept putting him out there because I thought it was so cool that he was here, and it was. It's going to be a tremendous loss, James and his son. Uh, uh, so, Don, I want to thank you for uh, being on the show. I'm going to turn you back over to Roddy, and we'll see where we're going to go with this. Well, thanks, Jeff. appreciate all the nice compliments and all of it. I mean, it's uh, very much appreciated. And we'll see you in Toledo. You bet. My hometown. Yay, Toledo. Go Mudhead. <laughs> Thank thank you, Jeff Uh, Don, man, I appreciate you coming And spending some time Uh, My my last story about James Was uh, Mark and I went Run to our vehicles to Because he was leaving Going back to Chicago Back home to Chicago And uh, we run out there During the red flag And as we was coming back You know, James was pointed in out going out the fence there and he opened the door and got out and greeted us and talked just a minute but after i listened to inside arca with ron and charlie on uh was it friday they did their show uh and and ron told the story that it was james hilton's deal was to be at that back door and get his money and turn in his entry for the next race and as i went back there there sat James in his chair at the back door, ready to get first his money. First in line to get He's it. always first in line. I Listen, the best time to catch James Hilton was after the race because he was going to be first in line. If you, if you wanted to know where he was, waiting at the trailer. Yep. Well, Don, yeah. you know, that, that Elmore engine, uh, the composite body, Man, Charlotte's going to be awesome. That's going to be an awesome weekend. But we got Toledo. Have you, Don, in, in, in all your over 20 years of being with ARCA, have you seen a group of talented drivers as we've got right now? Um, that's a great question. I, I, I've, we've seen so much talent on the, and skill on this tour uh, over, the, over the years. I just don't think. Now, car counts aren't as big as they once were, but I've, I will say, Rowdy, that I've never seen competition like it is right now. You know, we used to have, you know, 40 cars come to a short track, but going back 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you might have 40 cars at a short track, but you'd only have, you could really put on a hand five or six cars that were going to win this race. Well, now we don't have 40 cars, but there are 15, 16, 17, 18 cars every race that the, that car is capable of winning this race. And it's, you know, we don't have as many cars in the lineup, but the competition has never been better. I've never, I, can't, I shouldn't say never been better over 66 years. It's, I can say that I've never seen it better over my 22 years than it is right now. The job those kids did at Talladega, you saw that pack. That that lead pack was 25 cars deep. 
It was two and three wide. It never got single file. It was two and three wide, 25 cars deep the whole way. It never, it never stretched out. And the cars were dancing around out there. There were some close calls. You could sit back and say there should have been 18 more wrecks, but there wasn't. Those kids and young men and young women did a remarkable job at Talladega. I, I, the best I've ever seen at Talladega. It was it was just incredible. Competition is never I've never seen it better in my time here than I'm seeing it right now. Well, Don, we appreciate everything y'all do for us. Uh, I think we're all in the right place at the right time, my friend. Well, I like being in. I like being there, right place, right time. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Listen, like when we to, go to, I'd like to stay there a while. When when we go to Salem in September, we gotta meet at the dinner bell. You got we gotta have an early breakfast there, so they can treat us all like heroes when we go in. I always wanted I always wanted to be in the right place at the right time, and I always wanted to be a hero. So that should work out <laughs> good. Sign me up for the dinner <laughs> bell. <laughs> well, Don, we appreciate it, my friend, and thanks a lot for coming on tonight. Looking forward to seeing oh. you in Charlotte. Oh, that's going to be great. First time back there since 2004. We're we're excited and certainly looking forward to it. Thanks, Rowdy, Jeff, and Mark. Appreciate all you guys. Well, Thanks, John. Cleveland. All right, guys. Uh, getting ready to we go to Toledo now. Well, just appreciate him coming on and spending some time with us. Yep, if, if if he'd allowed it, we probably could have gone another hour, Rowdy. Well, our next guest, uh, never been to the Rowdy Maglite show, so uh, we got Eddie calling in what? here at 820. But, Mark? Yeah, Rowdy. What? Uh... Out of all that, what do you think? I think we're just lucky be... that I think we're Go just ahead. lucky we know a guy like Don Radabaugh, and they, Don Radabaugh works for ARCA. ARCA doesn't know how lucky that guy. Exactly right, guys. Just, just a, a, a true gentleman, uh, a racer in his own part. Uh, he comes from a racing background with his father's uh, owning uh, race cars and uh, just, just a neat guy. I wish we had more time to talk to him at the track. His knowledge is just unbelievable. He knows so much about the history of racing at ARCA and NASCAR stuff. It's, it's just it's like a library right at your disposal. I had not thought about how many over the 20 20- years Two plus years, how many articles he'd wrote about James Hilton? I was pretty incredible, right there. Well, you know, you, I, Jeff, we we remember. You know, we're we're, we're old enough. We kind of remember James when he was in his that maybe not quite his prime, but still running down south and uh, uh, to be able to to run NASCAR as long as he did. Is, is quite the, you know, quite a feat. Uh, what, he was just such a great guy. 
the the team, the the, the whole works. Uh, they were not the high dollar teams, but boy, they showed up at the track every week and they showed up to race. It's all about. Yeah, that's it. Back in the days, Mark, that's all it ever was. These guys didn't have money. It didn't cost that much to go racing. And then when it did start to cost money, he was there from day one all the way out to the end. Yeah, it's uh, uh, just a testament to, to, to the Hiltons and the family and all those great achievements and times that we got to spend and see him at the racetrack. Uh, it's not going to be the same when we go into Toledo, Jeff. It's There's going to be a big void there. Oh, I know. Well, let's keep our prayers and thoughts with Terry Strange there as he uh, continues his rehabilitation from that. Well, we know, Terry, uh, if you're listening tonight, uh, our thoughts are with you. We hope everything goes as good as can, and we hope to see you at the racetrack sometime soon. Well, Saturday, let's see, Sunday, y'all went, y'all was at Madison Sunday, right, Mark, Jeff? Yes, yes, we were. We uh, we saw a preview 200 lapper to the 200 lapper we'll see in June at Madison with the ARCA Racing Series. Uh, we got to see the ARCA Midwest Super Series uh, this weekend, and that's a super late model touring show. And uh, Madison was their opening act, and uh, 10,000 to win, 1,000 to start, and uh, they started 30 cars and put on one whale of a race. Uh, it had action, it had drama, and even had a few surprises at the end. So it gave you everything you wanted in a race. Uh, the weather was beautiful. There was about 80% uh, of the facility was filled up with fans, and uh, it was just a good day. Uh, spring fever uh, hit uh, the Madison area like a bullhorn, and uh, they were all out there ready to watch the races yesterday, Rowdy. Well, I, that's First sign of getting over cabin fever, isn't it, guys? Y'all, y'all used to having that. We've had it too long this year because it's been a rough spring for us up here. And yesterday was just a perfect day or a perfect race. We, it really was. Uh, we uh, we were uh, it was nice. We saw I met a few people that we had met before, and it was nice to be remembered, just like. It, it's getting almost Steve like it is with the Arca series with this with the Midwest series. So uh, our faces are familiar at the racetrack, that's for sure. Which is a good thing, besides being at the post office on a mugshot. I'd rather have it be at the racetrack than that mugshot on the post office wall any day, Rowdy. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> What's the old saying? Never convicted. <laughs> yeah, that 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 applies good here. Never convicted of a crime. 
No, uh, and, and for Jeff, it's been a while since he's been to the races, so it was a uh, it was a good day for Jeff yesterday, I'm sure. Yeah, I, last one I got to was Daytona. We were well overdue. Uh, we we talked about our exploit at uh, Nashville, Robbie, and he's kind of glad he didn't make Nashville now. Uh really, Jeff. You didn't miss. All you missed was misery. I mean, I really, it, it was just miserable. You couldn't enjoy where you was at for being so, so cold. <laughs> Finally, when the wind quit blowing and I had four coats on, it quit being cold. You just had to live with it then. That's because you were numb by then, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> well... I did keep my feet warm, so. Yeah, my feet never got cold, and we had gloves on, and, you know, after a while, you just, you go to football games up here with this kind of weather, and and that's one thing. You're only out there for a couple hours, and the game's over. But we spent the whole day, and when it's snowing during practice, you know it's cold out there. Yeah, they're in practice. Well, listen, guys, let's stop and play this uh, from Cotton Box Row here, and, and we'll take us a few minutes come back. Sounds good to me, Robbie. Shine bright, I don't care as long as I 
All right, guys. I want to thank Joy Katina for helping me get those two baptized and uh, tip it back from Cotton Box Row. Uh, hey, guys, let's give a shout-out to our Dutch NASCAR group guys, Mark and Mark. Mark and Mark, I like those guys. liked them from the first time I met them, Rowdy, when the media center in Daytona. Well, hey, listen, we've got to get – they're ready to do come on the show, so we've got to work out a time and a date for them. The problem with them is it's going to be in the middle of the night for them. they got to get out of bed to do the show. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I, I believe them than us. I think it's one o'clock in the morning when we start. Well, it's a good thing we're calling them on a Monday night, not a Friday night, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it would be an interesting show, to say the least. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they got to get they got to get up and go to work on a Monday night. Yeah, that's why Friday night they don't have to. So it's a good thing our show is Monday night. We got to guys. Look at, we got Hey, we got to come up with a live remote at, at Charlotte. Y'all know. Uh, hey, I hope I I hope I'll be ready for that. Technologically wise. Okay. We'll just see. Well, we're we're working on logistics of getting there in the first place still. So. You know I'm not going to be there, Roddy. Oh, you're not going to make Charlotte? No. Okay. Okay. i got to go back to Pittsburgh. I understand that, my friend. Okay. Well, hey, I'm just glad you're getting to go to Toledo. Hey, seven days to Toledo, right? No, it's 11 still days. 11 days to Toledo? Yeah, it's not this Sunday. It's next Sunday. Mother's Day this Sunday. Yeah. That's that's an important day. It's on the 20th, Toledo. Okay, so we got a week off. Two weeks off, really. Well, guys, I know y'all heard the news, NASCAR and Golden Sacks. Let's throw that out there while we're waiting on Eddie. Well, Rowdy, is it a coincidence or slightly a week after the announcement of the acquisition of Arca by NASCAR? NASCAR is all of a sudden on the, possibly on the selling block. Uh, I think we're seeing a change in the scenery of racing right now. What do you think? I think so too, guys. It's all under demand with with the smartphones and all the gadgets and gadgets everybody's got. You're competing with those entertainer and entertainment dollars. Is Arca yes, and NASCAR a is Arca and a NASCAR a done deal? Could, could this sex deal with NASCAR change the deal with NASCAR and Arca? Uh, it's interesting, Jeff. I suppose anything could happen uh, if ownership changes and 
depending on what kind of contract has been signed. Well, that's what I'm saying. We know things have been announced, but have everything been done where something could change? <laughs> I suppose anything could happen. Like I said, Jeff, that's, again, you know, part of that speculation on our part. Well, I know we've got some great racing going on, guys. Whew. Next, you know, we've got, uh, what, 11 live races on MAV TV, one tape delay, and eight on FS1. Oh, it doesn't get too much better than that. Uh, except I wish I had MAV TV. Don't we all? Yeah, you. I guess the three of us are in that boat. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people are able to get to that through YouTube. I can or not. I, usually I'm at the races, so I haven't had a try yet. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Sunday's not going to be no different. No, we'll be at Toledo a week from uh, this Sunday, and Jeff and I will be uh, uh, have a full report Monday night when we get back. Well, let me go, go back to another shout-out, NASCAR Camping and Tailgating. If you're not a member, get on there. If you're going to a race and you don't know the track that you're going to, if it's a new track, if you're a member or, you got to, or if you're not a member, just type in on Facebook, NASCAR Camping and Tailgating, and uh, somebody give you an answer, won't they, Mark? They certainly will. And uh, they're a great group. They're, they they listen to us, and uh, we can't ask for anything more than that. And, uh, they'll help anybody out that needs help going to a race. Uh, that's what racing fans are all about, and that's what this, the NASCAR camping, <clears throat> world camping group is all about. And uh, uh, a sh- big shout-out to them. Well, there again, man, I appreciate Zane calling in tonight. Uh I tell you, MDMs come come to play and win this year, like Venturini Motorsports, Mason Mitchell. You know, hey, Don repeated what we've been saying over and over. It's great when the experts repeat what we're telling each other, that within any weekend, thing to 17 cars could win this thing. It, it's, yeah, that that's, that's the plain truth. There's no exaggeration in that, Rowdy. Uh, we see it firsthand every race we go to. Well, we keep hearing it over and over, and and this reassures what we're saying. I mean, Tom Legerman said it. Don has said it. People in our group we know at the track have said it. It's uh, it's a, it makes for a great show, guys. Well, it's not like you, Jeff, and I haven't discussed it with other people at the track and and amongst ourselves alone. 
But uh, it's hard to pick a winner. And the only way to really pick a winner, I guess, now is to have them on the show and they're going to win the next week, Rowdy. <laughs> it's we, we it's worked pretty good that way, Mark. I am not, not all I can do is laugh about it. But uh, it, it if you look at our shows and follow who come on, it, it's uh, been a proven fact. Oh, it has. It has. It's it, it it's it may seem a little strange and a little weird maybe, but it's true. Uh over the past three seasons you've had a remarkable way of getting somebody on a show and having them win the race the following week. Well guys, we all know Zane can race super super speedways and the short tracks, so but he's well, going to have a great. Leg of the, he's got the right. first leg of the Sioux Chief uh, Fort, Fort Challenge. Yep. What? Leading second in points, but with two wins. Shelton's knocking on the door, guys. Oh, he's going to win one, too, Rowdy. Uh, that team's just too strong, and Sheldon's too good of a driver. Uh, he's another one who's starting to come into his own now, too. You got Chase Purdy up there, too. He's in 15 points, and yeah. look, he had a bad cr- – he crashed out of Talladega, I believe. Or he might even be up let's farther. Not for, let's not forget Riley Hurst. He's yeah, starting guys. to come into his own. I think, I think he's finally gotten his – comfort zone in uh, this car, too. Oh, he's got the crew chief of Booty Barker, too, so that experience there. He's probably bringing a lot to the team. Oh, you're right, Jeff. That's a great combination uh, to have that experience behind you like that. Doesn't get any better. And Frank Kendall working with uh, Venturini, he's got the... He was with... uh... Leilani in the 20 car this past weekend. Or Talladega. Well, Venturini's really stepped it up this year, Rowdy, with their programs all, all across the board. And it's showing. Well, you know, they said they worked seven days from uh, Kansas to t- Daytona weekend. And the as it stands, why well, they're four in a row on the pole? Oh yeah, no doubt. And two wins. They they just every race they've run strong. Uh, things have happened, and that's what racing's all about. Things happen, so uh, you can only control so much. Well, they're off to a strong start, guys. Everybody is. Hey, look, look, look what Wayne's done. Look how Wayne has stepped it up in his crew over at Peterson. Hey, Con had a, the, the race of his life at Talladega. He ran really, really well at Talladega and finished on the lead lap. 
for Wayne Peterson Motorsports, that was almost a win. Just imagine what he could have maybe done with a Nilmore engine in that car, too. Yeah. That car would be a runner with a Nilmore. You know what, guys? I mean, really, realistically, that car could win with a Nilmore. It runs too good with what it's got. No, the, uh, Mr. Peterson stepped that up a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad to see them uh, in the position they're in and running so well. Uh, they ran well at Daytona, and uh, they, they had a decent run at Nashville. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think Wayne's running all the races this year, is he? I'm not sure, Mark. You know, we just had. Hey, you'll be able to tell me if he's there or not. Yes, sir. We'll be there Sunday morning, bright and early. As far as I know, he's going to bring the the uh, zero or the zero car there. Okay. The steel body car. Uh, I think so. I'm not sure, Mark. Did they have the composite body at Nashville? Yeah. It struck the wall. I knew they struck the wall, but I didn't think they were going to be taking a composite body to those shorter tracks. I thought they were just saving that for the super speedways for the bigger tracks. Well, I think, uh, I think it's just close to the house and circumstances overrode. Things happened and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's racing. Uh, they had a little problem. They had a little accident. The car was fixed. And I'm telling you what, whoever fixed it did a heck of a job because it sure ran good at Talladega. It did. It did. Con was Con was excited about it. He had a big old smile on his face. We were talking with him Friday, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, hey, listen, guys. With Toledo, that kicks it all in start, does it not? After that, you got, what, 11 weeks in a row. Is that the kickoff? I think so. You got got Charlotte four days later on the 24th. June 1st, you got Pocono. June 8th, you got Michigan. June 15th, Madison. June 22nd, you got Gateway. June 28th, Chicago. Our home track, Jeff. And they got five races in the month of June. Then then off to Iowa on the 7th of July. Elko the 14th. Berlin on the 21st. 27th, you got Pocono. Then they go, then they have a couple weeks off, it looks like. from July 27th to August 19th, and they hit the dirt tracks at Illinois State Fairgrounds on the 18th. Then they're off for another 
two weeks, it looks like. On 9-3, they run it to coin. Then 9-7 at Lucas Oil. 9-15 at Salem, Indiana. And the final, October 19th at Kansas Speedway. Look how fast the first four have come around. Uh, before we know it, we'll talk and the season will be over and we'll be disappointed because it's over, Harry. But <laughs> it goes by quick sometimes. Jeff and I'll dust off the old tuxedo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward hey, to that, too, even though it's a few months off. Did you get your shoes, Jeff? I, I did. Thank you. I did. Was I, they fit? I don't know. I don't know. They're still sitting in my car. Okay. <laughs> we just transferred them yesterday, Rowdy. Yeah, that's why I figured it. It yesterday was the past day. It was. I, I see they're going to be testing at Charlotte on uh, Thursday. Yes, that's correct, Jeff. They have quite a group of cars uh, testing there. Well, a lot of cars are based in the Charlotte area, so it's kind of a home race for them. Well, is uh, Fenerini testing at Toledo today? Because I wonder if that's uh, Eddie. That's a good question, Rowdy. I'm not sure. I think they're supposed to test on Monday. Okay. Which is well, I today. think they had good weather for it if they did. I know MDM was there last week one day. Yeah. Harrison Burton was testing. So looks like he'll be back this year to try to repeat. Defend his title. Well, yeah, hopefully the weather will be better this year than last year. They had to dry the track, and they went through quite the process of getting that track ready to race last year. For but some they did, reason, and they got to race in. Right. For some reason, I thought Toledo was this weekend. No. Because I thought I seen it. It said seven days. I'm like, man. Are you seeing things again, Rowdy? I think so. <laughs> no, with all the schedules we look at, it's I'm surprised we don't get things more mixed up, Rowdy. I know it, guys. As you of know, now, they got about as of now they got about twenty cars uh, scheduled to test uh, at for Charlotte on Thursday. Wow, that, it, that's not even a Venturini car in there either. Was it, Jeff? I looked at it; it didn't. Yeah, Michael Self's there, Leilani's there, okay. Natalie's there. Right now they got Cody Rabaugh, Chase Purdy, Tom Burke. I'm not familiar with him. He's from West Dallas, Wisconsin. Huh. Zach Ralston. We should be familiar Brandon. with him. What's that? You and I should be familiar with him, Jeff. I've never heard of him either. B-E-R-T-E from West Dallas, Wisconsin. Okay. 
And you got Zach Ralston, Brandon Jones, Michael Self, Riley Hurst, Leonte Munter, Brett Holmes, Natalie Decker, Travis Braden, Sheldon Creed, Gustine, Zane Smith, Sean Core, Tad Moffitt, Austin Hill, Brandon Lynn, Max Tallman, and Quinn Hoff. And I'm sure there's probably a few more. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a few more, too. Well, it's yeah, and it's the FS1 also. Well, guys, I think we got our next guest calling in. And let's bring uh, in, hey, let's, y'all ready? We're going to bring in driver. I hear you guys, me too, driver number 55 for Venturini Motorsports. Uh, first time on the Rowdy Maglot Show, Eddie Fitcher. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglot Show, Eddie. Hey, right, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. How are you? Well, we're doing good, Eddie. Uh, getting ready for Toledo. Uh, is it? Was it today you test or next Monday you test? I will be testing next Monday. We fly down Sunday night and then we test Monday. Well, Eddie, kind of how how did we get to to your first ARCA start? You you started at age five years old. Yes, uh, I started. Well, I grew up in uh, Long Island, New York, and me and my dad used to every Friday or Saturday we'd go to our home track, uh, Riverhead Raceway, in our go kart, and then from that day we kind of got hooked in racing, and we kept moving up. So after that, we went to a junior champ, which was like a little bigger car. And then we won a championship there, and then we moved up into a bandolero. And after we did bandos for two years, and then after that we moved into a legend car for two, won a championship there in 2017. And then last year we ran a, I think around 10 or 12 super late model races with Jamie Elton. And then now this year I have three races in the Orca series. Well, Eddie, it's, uh, you surrounded yourself with good people and you know, at Toledo, you're going to be in a little hot rod that stands a good chance of winning. Yes, sir. Well, so far, everyone at Venturini has seemed to really like the people and the environment that they're in with them. And the, for the time that I went down there and went to the shop and, Hung out with the guys there. I really like them. They're really friendly. Well, Kevin Reed knows how to win, too. That's your Yes, he does. I met him. Yeah, Kevin knows how to win. Uh, Eddie, we, we met at the end of the race at, at Daytona, and it's pretty incredible to know that someday you could be in winner's circle. Yeah, hopefully for us it's it's sometime down the road, maybe sooner than that for us because that'd be really good for me and and not not only me and for the team. Mark, you're live with Eddie. Thanks, Rowdy. Hi, Eddie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing all right. I can't just can't wait to to get into the car in uh, about a week or so. 
Well, you're like us. We can't wait to get to the racetrack either. And uh, we'll see you in Toledo. We'll stop by and say hello and make sure we introduce ourselves to you. Uh, uh, because a lot of times when people are on the show, the following race, they win. So maybe that's a good omen for you. Yeah, I hope that that seems to be true for us in, uh, in Toledo. Well, that is the next race. So we're, we're, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you, buddy. Uh, what what's your biggest uh, learning curve you think going from the super late models? And you have limited experience in those to the bigger, heavier Arca cars. Yeah, that is true. I'd say for me right now, like being home and and not being in the race car since December at Pensacola, um, not only just having 200 laps a race now for me. Not only that, it will be like doing the live pit stops. I've never done one before, so that will be a, a new curve that I'll have to learn at Toledo. Well, that's a pretty good learning curve, but uh, you have to learn it. You have to learn pit stops one time or another if you want to advance on to the upper ranks. So that's what makes our so great. Could you uh, repeat yourself? I kind of broke up there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eddie. <clears throat> you have to learn to make pit stops at one time or another, and that's what makes ARCA so great because you want to learn. It's one of the few series you can go to and learn with live pit stops. Yeah, that is true. We we were looking around to see what we should do or what we shouldn't do, and we saw, like I picked up on it, my parents didn't really at first until I said something, that arc or, like the arc racing series is the only series other than like trucks, Xfinity and cup that do live pit stops. Like some tracks they'll do like a, a live pit stop, but they'll like have a caution and come in and get tires. But this is like a real deal where you got to get down to speed. You got to come in and get in the box good and then get out. So that, that's what I, I'm a little worried about, but hopefully at the test we'll, we'll do a few runs of that. Oh, I'm sure once you've done a couple of pit stops, you'll get the hang of it soon enough. And uh, you, you've got a lot to uh, uh, on your plate coming to Toledo, and uh, we're wishing you the best. Like I said, we'll stop by, we'll say hello. Uh, Jeff and I will be at the track, so uh, good luck. Uh, have a good uh, 11 days for the race, and uh, good luck at the test next week. And uh, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. Thank you very much. Thanks, you. Have a good week, and uh, take her away, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Yeti. Uh, congratulations on getting your ride with Venturini Motorsports, um, and thanks for t- taking time to be on the show. Um, your teammates, Christian Eckes and uh, Natalie Decker and Chandler Smith, uh, have you, have you, what, would you, what have you been able to learn with them since getting to know them about the ARCA cars? Uh, well, because it was Chandler Smith's debut, I believe, at Nashville, he hasn't really had, like, 100%, like, got the feel of the car, I want to say, like, to give information to me on what to do because he's not too sure yet but i've asked christian which has been a huge help to me to to prepare for the race at toledo on like how how the cars tend to go and who to like kind of watch out for and who does what during the race 
or uh, he said to like almost manage your race in a in another way other than super late models because you're gonna get tires or you gotta like prepare to be going for a long time and not get tires or be ready to come down and get a green flag stop. He said that those were a few few key points that he said to watch out for in making my debut. Now, you're going to be running three races this year. You're going to run uh, Toledo, Elko, and Berlin. What made you pick those three races? Uh, we, instead of Berlin, we were going to be racing at Madison. Okay, cool. So, um, what, what what made you pick those tracks then? Uh, well, we we were trying to make a decision on, like, earlier in the year before we signed with Venturini on if we should do ARCA or do another year super late models. So, we were a little behind the eight ball on picking our races and, and whatnot. So, when we went to Venturini... They said our drivers that we already have this year have already picked their scheduled races. And since I'm not 18 yet, I can't run bigger tracks with them. So we had to pick, obviously, a little smaller tracks. And the the there were about, I think, five to six races, I want to say, I believe. I don't remember exactly how many were open they had. So we picked those three because he's... Because Tommy and Billy both said that Toledo, they've been in the past very good at, and it's a good learning track to go to. And Madison's just like your basic short track. you got to really hustle it there. And Madison, they also said, is a is a fun track, and it will be a fun experience for me to go to. Yeah, Madison is a little fun fun track. Me and Mark were just there over the le- yesterday, actually, and uh, it is a uh, – We've seen a lot of guys come through through Madison, uh, even into their NASCAR, like the Matt Kensons and people like that. We've seen a lot of guys come through Madison, so it is a fun little track. You'll, you'll like that a lot. Um, now you run it. You ran at uh, Five Flags at the Snowball Derby. You, did you you ran the Snowflake 100? Yes, sir. Now, you're concerned about pit stops. You ran the short track championship at Bristol, and you ran five bag speedways. You did have live pit stops there. So are you really – how much different do you think it's going to be between that and doing the live pit stops with the Arca car? Well, when we went to uh, the short uh, – the, the Bristol race in the middle of the season, they didn't allow the pro late models to do live pit stops because there was, I think, rain coming, and we were going to only do, like, 50 laps, get the Supers to run 50 laps, and then we were going to come in and have the cars impound and then go back out. So I never did a pit stop there. And then when we went to Pensacola, there was no uh, pit stops for the prolate models. They only had the live stops for Supers. Now, you've been at the track with Venturini at Daytona, Nashville. Um, being around the teams and stuff, what have you been able to pick up about the cars? Uh, so far on listening, like just having a headset on listening to the cars, the guys at the shop seem to have the cars super-duper close to like how a driver wants it to feel at the track. But it seems to me 
almost every car is always has like a little bit of tightness into it just so they don't burn the car up later on in the run and stuff. So they're always prepared for, say, if this ever happens, like 150 laps green. Like if they went 150 laps green, the cars wouldn't fall off a a tremendous amount compared to other cars that they've seen. So that that's really the only thing I've seen and in my personal opinion I like a tighter car. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal for me. So we'll we'll find out in a few weeks. Now you said you haven't run have, are you running anything else this year or are you just going to basically concentrate on this ARCA little schedule you have now or are you still running the super late models? It will just be the ARCA racing series this year. Are we going to see you down in Pensacola and uh, for the Snowball Derby by any chance? Um, maybe, maybe not. We're not too sure yet on if we want to do any late model racing or not, or if we just want to, like you said, stay focused on the ARCA racing because it's obviously higher up in the in the league of racing. So we haven't figured that out yet. Are you are you looking for the lead on this? Basically, maybe come back and run a full schedule. Uh, less uh, super speedways next year in the ARCA series? Uh, since I'm 16, it, I'd have to wait another two years until I could do a full schedule because you can only be, I think it's 16 or 17 to run on a mile up. Not too sure. I think it's 18. So we'd only be able to do select races for that, but we're trying to, to come up to do like a half schedule of ARCA racing next year. All right. Um, all right. Eddie, thanks for taking time out for being on the show tonight. Uh, again, congratulations on getting your ride with the uh, Venturini. Uh, you're with a, a good team. Uh, they got, you can win with those cars at any time. And uh, me and Mark will see you in uh, Toledo. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I'm Thank you, Jeff. I'm going to turn you Jeff. back over to Roddy before you go. Thank you, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Eddie, let's talk about the people that make it spi- uh, you know, possible for you to do this, your sponsors, guy. Uh, well, I really have to thank my parents and all my family, first off, for supporting me throughout the way and, and kind of cheering me on and making sure that I get to the places that I have to go and flying there, flying to tracks and flying home. And uh, I have to really thank Janelle Construction. They've uh, always followed us since day one in my go-kart to now, which I'm really, really thankful for. And also Toyota Camry for for being the car that I'll be driving for Venturini. I tell you, Toyota has really come out and, and working on bringing new talent into NASCAR. Eddie, you're with a great group. Uh, tell everybody, Eddie, where they can follow you on social media so we can keep up with you. Uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it is all Eddie Thatcher, all one. So you could uh, hit me up there, and I will talk to you about stuff if you want to know anything personal about me or not. Eddie, thanks a lot, and uh, good luck coming up to Toledo, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it for you guys having me. Well, we're looking forward to having you on some more. Thank you, Eddie. Yes, sir.
Thank you. All right, guys. That's Eddie Fisher. He's uh, going to hit Toledo. That's a good one to break yourself in on, isn't it, guys? Uh, a lot of new first-time winners have happened to Toledo, I think, Rowdy. And uh, Toledo's a fast half mile. Uh, it's not an easy track to get around. You, you need to know your stuff to get around Toledo well and to win. So he's got his hands full, but I'm sure he's capable of doing it. Well, guys, we had Zane Smith on with MDM. They run a great organization. Tonight we got Eddie Fisher also calling in with Venturini Motorsports. He'll be driving that number 55 Toyota. And, uh, guys, it don't, hey, the only way it gets better is to be at the racetrack. <laughs> well, What's my best saying, Rowdy? A bad day at the races is still better than a good day at work. So, Well, Mark, uh, hey, Todd didn't call in tonight, so he didn't drive over to the Glen to listen to us tonight. Well, Todd must have been busy. Otherwise, I'm sure we would have had him on. Let me throw a shout-out to uh, the ARCA Racing Group. If you're not a member and you want to keep up with ARCA, join the group. Hey, there's no haters. We're we're all trying to make it better better place to keep up with, with ARCA. No, it's a neat little group. Uh, they really uh, are into the ARCA series and like we are, so... High recommendations of joining them. Well, guys, we're going to have a great show next week. I'll uh, post up uh, who all we got going, but uh, I've already got the guest. I just don't have the name in front names in front of me right now. <laughs> Jeff? Jeff, you want to close out with talking about yesterday or? We got one more. We got 12 days to Toledo. Yeah, uh, yesterday, we, like Mark said, we were up at Madison International Speedway in Madison, Wisconsin. We saw the ARCA Midwest Racing Series. Uh, we saw a heck of a race. Like, we didn't know who was going to win. We thought somebody was going to win. And, you know, Bubba Polly was there. We had our NASCAR star, Johnny Sauter from the Truck Series, was racing. Um we thought Bubba was going to take it for the longest time, and next you know he pitted. We thought he was going in for gas, but he never came back out, so it must have been more than that. Uh, Johnny Sauter didn't do anything all day until the final, until the big race, and like he was sandbagging in his uh, his uh, his earlier races, but during the the big race, he just came up to the field. We thought he might have a chance, but uh, he had problems. Um, but other than that, it was a great day at the racetrack. Uh, like I said, we're about 11, 12 days away from Toledo. Can't wait to get out there. Hey, and then uh, you leave Sunday from Toledo, and you rush right over there to Charlotte. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to be like that, Rowdy. Yeah, well... You you leave on Sunday and and Wednesday you got to be at Charlotte. It will be for the teams, for the ARCA teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. They they they've got a a real short week. 
Well, guys, I think it's been a great show tonight. Uh, Zane called in a little early, but Don was willing to wait. Everything worked out perfect right there. Don, it's always a great guest to have Don on. And you never know about Eddie coming up, what he can do a couple weeks at Toledo. It will be interesting to see, Rowdy. Uh, His debut, uh, we saw... Another young man debuted last year at the Arca Series at Toledo and win. So it's not impossible. Uh, it's not. And, I mean, he's got Natalie Decker, uh, Christian Ekins, and Chandler Smith. Isn't that the four that's going to be there for Venturini Motorsports? I believe you're right, Rowdy. Well, I think it's just going to matter how he could transfer into the – into the ARCA car, you know, come from the super late models, the late models, super late models into the ARCA car. Good thing is he's going to get a test next Monday at Toledo, so he'll get a little uh, get a little familiar with the track and the car. So it'll be a plus for him yeah. on that end. I'm curious to see if his uh, he doesn't have that much experience in the super late models, so maybe he won't have to unlearn so many things when he gets in the bigger, heavier cars. But like you said, Mark Toledo, that's a fast half. That's a fast track to go yeah. out. You know, they, uh, that's a quick, those, quick half mile, Jeff. Yeah, those those turns. I mean, they're quick. Well, guys, I wish I could be there, but it's just gonna. You know, if it would have been this week and we had a week between these two races, it's bumping up with Charlotte. I can I can manage that, but I can't manage. <laughs> it. That's, that's still pushing it. I hear you, Rowdy. I hear you, Mark. You know we're drawing down to the end here. I guess it's my turn, huh? Yep, it's well, Monday night, and it's uh, seven. Well, actually, eight forty-seven. Eastern time, seven forty-seven Central. Well, we're winding around down. Uh, like Jeff said, we had a great day at the races yesterday. Uh, shout out to John McCarns and the Arca Midwest Tour, Kevin Ramsell, their PR guy, uh, the whole Arca Midwest Tour Series group. Uh, they put on a phenomenal racing program, and uh, we saw it yesterday. Uh, enjoyed it immensely and uh, just whetted our appetites for the ARCA race in June. Looking forward to that one, too. Uh, hopefully, Jeff and I will hit a couple races this weekend. Dirt, asphalt, we're not sure yet. But uh, we've got some options, and we're looking at them. So we'll let you know all next what we did next Monday night, Rowdy. And until then, we'll see you, buddy. Well, man, y'all did a great job sending the pictures, and I forwarded them on. So, uh... I got to get y'all with Brian the next time at Madison. He's always at Madison. That must be his home track. He posted. Actually, there's several people at that track was doing video uh, Facebook Live. Well, it's good to hear others are out there besides us. Probably. But nobody right. else was in the pace. But nobody else was in the pace car though. Hey. Just you and one more was doing the pace car thing. Thanks, Jeff, Mark. All right, Roddy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Roddy.
Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. 